You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. An anxiety, a mind that is in a state of uneasiness, pressure, whether mental, emotional, you're straining yourself mentally. You're thinking about something too much. That's stress. You're trying to make something work. And you're putting all of your physical effort into it. That's that's stress. You're just pushing it further than you need to. Somebody hurt you, and so you're just allowing what they said to get to you in a way you shouldn't. Emotional stress. The root meaning of care, or one root meaning of care, is sorrow. And sorrow is unhappiness. How many like being unhappy? I say, how many like being unhappy? How many have been unhappy? How many believe God wants you to be unhappy? God wants us to be happy. He wants us to have joy. Even in trouble, God wants us to have joy. Even when things are not going the way we desire, he wants us to have joy. You you have to look beyond the present in order to have happiness. But again, when, when a care is present, You are unhappy, stressed, under pressure. And I want to show you biblically um, why we don't need to allow a care to to get the best of us. I want to take a look at something. Let's go to uh, the book of Matthew. Y'all stay with me. Book of Matthew, chapter 13. Yes, 
It's important to understand that, that a care is just, can be dangerous. Matthew 13, y'all get that? Just say, preach them now. Consider verse 22 of Matthew 13. This is Jesus explaining or uh, talking about a parable in reference to a sower. And, and, uh, and explaining, uh, again, Matthew 13, 22. Now, he who receives seed among the thorns is he who hears what? And the, help me. Of what? The cares of what? So you didn't, So he heard the word, but then the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of what? Choke the word. The cares of the world can choke what you received on Sunday. There's one reason God probably dropped it into me uh, three hours after. Because he don't want that a word that was that powerful to, to choke. He don't want no choking going on. Notice again. And the cares of this world choke what? And I'm intentionally leaving out the deceitfulness of richness because of the subject tonight. Notice again, now he who received the seed among the thorns is he who heals the word and the cares of this world choke the word and he or she becomes what? You're not productive. So what does, what does choking do? It blocks blessings. It blocks your prosperity. It blocks your healing. It blocks what God has given you through the word. Look at it again. The person hears the word. But the cares of the world. Cause it causes the word to be choked and the person becomes what? Unfruitful. I need you to be real honest with me. Have you ever been there? Yeah. Messed up your own blessing. Yeah. See, see you, you cannot allow your problems in the world to be bigger than God's promise. See, problems can... Be cleared up. Can change. Don't act as if there's a problem that God can't handle. Unless you don't believe God can handle it. I believe God can do anything save fail. What about you? So when you get your rainbow, when you get the word, you cannot allow cares to choke it. 
You cannot, allow to, you cannot allow cares to block what God sent your way in order to bless you, in order to heal you, in order to bring you out of your situation. And see, sometimes uh, cares can be right in your face, but you still have to have the mindset nothing is more powerful than the word. Nothing is more powerful than the word. Jesus said in Matthew 24 and 35, heaven and earth shall pass, but not, not the word. The word is not going to pass. You got to have in your mind that when, when a care is just pushing you, you just feel pressured. You got, I got to do something. Because, you know, pressure can be a state to where you're not only worrying about something, but you also want something to happen right away. Or you feel like you need to do something right away. You cannot allow pressure, stress, or such to choke your reign. If God gave you a word, it's not in vain. God is not going to say something he's not going to fulfill. If he said it, he'll bring it to pass. I said if he said it, he'll bring it to pass. And he's going to say it. And he's going he to say it sometimes through his messengers, especially his prophets. We, we know Amos 3 and 7, probably know it backwards. Surely the Lord God will do Unless he reveal his secrets unto his servants, the prophets. God does not have to check with nobody when he decides to heal you. God does not care if it's a stage three, four, or whatever. God is sovereign. But we have to believe. And not allow anything or anybody to cause us not to be unfruitful. No, we cannot allow it. We have to be productive. We have to expect God to do everything he said plus. And so, we have to consider that Sometimes, as saints, we hear and then allow what's going on in our life, all the cares of the world, to choke what God has given us. But I got to deal with something else as well. Sometimes we carry care yeah we carry anxiety we carry pressure like is the Holy Spirit you know the Holy Spirit will talk to you but pressure will too stress will too 
And sometimes we allow stress and pressure to speak to us things that we shouldn't allow to get in our being. We allow pressure to do what we should only allow the Holy Spirit to do. Allow pressure to cause you to think a certain way, to talk a certain way, and to act a certain way. Woo! Allow pressure to do what we should only allow the Holy Spirit to do. The Holy Spirit is to guide us. But it's going to guide us into all. But if you're not careful, your stress will guide you. Your worry will guide you. Your worry will say, you need to just stay at home. And guess what will come out of your mouth? Man, I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to stay at home. Pressure will say to you, you need to do something because it don't seem like nothing getting, it's getting better. And you, you turn right around and say, man, I got to do something. Because ain't nothing changing. And you'll carry that thing with you. And, when I, and what I mean by carry, you'll hold on to something that God never intended for you to hold on to. I have been guilty. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, I have been guilty. And sometimes you, you'll try to bear a responsibility that's not even your responsibility. Your child did what your grown child did what she didn't have no business doing. And yeah, it hurt you, but, it, but you don't have to carry something that She knew better than to do. But you got to carry that with you, that daughter of mine. You, and you just hold on. She ain't three no more. She ain't ten no more. She out of high school. She be, she be young, college age now. She ain't, she, Sometimes you got to let folk grow up. I do women when really going to get with me on that. <laughs> women have 50 years. Uh, that's still my baby. 
you can't carry certain things. They'll stress you out. You can't even enjoy dinner because you, cause you, you care in something. Fool on the wrong thing. Sitting down, got a nice meal and ain't just, just nibbling, <laughs> playing with it. Why? You fool of care. Pressure. Stress. Jesus asked his disciples uh, one time when he knew they were stressed, stressed out about something. He, he said, let me ask you something. Which one of you can change the situation? He was trying to let them know you, you, can't, you can't change it by worry. You get a headache. Your blood will get to flowing the wrong way and get to coming out of places it ain't got no business coming out of. Ooh, I better go on. I got to show you something, though. I got to show you something real interesting. Let's go to... Uh, Luke, the 10th chapter. Luke, the 10th chapter. You can't carry a care. Luke 10, uh, let's start at verse 40. And I want you to notice the wording very, very carefully. Ready? Luke 10 and 40. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached Jesus and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone. Then she's going to try to tell Jesus what to do. Tell her to help me. You a grown woman. Why are you telling the grown man to tell your sister what to do? Verse 41. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha. You are, notice, worried. And trouble about what? Now, it, it's one thing going on, but Jesus said, what you're talking about ain't really, ain't really your problem. You trying to make your sister your problem, but your problem is that you got a whole lot of stuff that you carry. You trouble, you worry about many things. You carrying some stuff, Martha. And he really wanted to get her attention because notice he, he said, Martha, Martha. Two times. 
the number of testimony and witness, wanted her to understand your witness is not good. Your testimony is not good because you are carrying too much, thank you, Brother Powell, too much stuff. Oh, y'all act like I ain't in the word right here. Notice again, I told you to watch the word and real careful. Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about helping me. And she and she trying to act like what's going on is her sister's fault. Man, when you get to caring stuff, you ain't got no business caring. You'll start pointing fingers. Yeah, you will. You'll start pointing fingers at folk. And, and notice this: she was pointing fingers at her own sibling. You'll start pointing fingers at your wife. At your husband. At your pastor. Why? Because that's what worry would do. It'll make you start looking in the wrong places. And start talking about the wrong things. Y'all real quiet over here. Y'all real quiet right here. Likewise over here. But am I Bible? Boy, but then, then he drops something on her. If she don't take it right, she's going to get fight mad at Jesus. Watch this. Watch what he drops on Martha. He, he says in verse 42, but one thing is needed. Now, she troubled about many things, he said, but it's just one thing needed here. All you need is one thing. One thing is needed. And notice this. Oh, God. Remember, she told him, tell Mary to help me. Tell my sister to help me. Oh, but then he dropped on her, and Mary has chosen that good part. Notice this. Which will not be taken away from her. Boy, you know she had to have some type of attitude when Jesus dropped it. <laughs> and I did in time, woman, you got a lot of nerve. <laughs> now, no, she was worried about, worried and troubled about many things, but then he told her, it's only one thing you need. And the reason you don't have it is because you didn't do what Mary did. You didn't choose it. Sometimes you, you can be worried or stressed out about something. And, and the reason you just ain't made the right choice. You have not chose good over bad. He made sure he told her that Mary had chose the good part. 
Man, you talking about a bubble being busted. <laughs> Good God. Woo, you know how you know how they used to say, Woo, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall. <laughs> now, be honest, just looking at the text, wouldn't it wouldn't it have been nice just to see how Martha would look? He, he, she probably looking like some of y'all looking right now. Because <laughs> we done been there. We just done been carrying so much stuff to where we, we be overlooking the good part. The one thing that we need. You getting all these bad reports. And that's, that's your focus right there. Instead of remembering the prophecy that God gave specifically to you. You looking at all that ain't going right in, instead of looking at, at Romans 8 and 28. That it, it ain't going right. But you got a promise it's going to work out for your good. I got to move on, but say to somebody, you need to look at the good instead of the bad. I, I need some excited folk. I, I need some excited folk. Just tell somebody you need to look at the good instead of the bad. See, some of y'all got that Martha spirit tonight. You got that Martha spirit tonight. I don't know if you and I chose to, to be on Martha's side, even though I done dropped it slowly on you. So let's try it one more time. Tell somebody, I don't know what you're looking at right now. But if it's bad, if it's in contrast to God's will, you need to change your focus. You need to change your mindset. Start looking at good instead of. Paul had to tell the church to do that. He said, look, whatsoever things are of a good report, of lovely. And he went on saying similar things. He said, look, these are the things you need to meditate on. Because I'm going to tell you something. You, you can look at your life and you can, you can pull up a whole lot of bad stuff. But that ain't what God wants you to do. If he did, he would have he gave us a hint right here. He specifically want a, wanted a troubled woman. A worried woman to know all you need is one thing. All that you got can be cast out if you would just choose one thing. E even tonight. Is one thing that we need to choose in reference to anxiety, care, 
pressure, and so forth. And, and see, when, when, when I'm teaching like this, I, I know it, in some folks' mind it'd be like, well, you know, preacher don't really know what I'm going through. And, and let, me just, let me just go ahead and say this right here to you. You are absolutely right. Because preacher didn't tell you he was God. He was omniscient. You, you are absolutely right. But the one who wrote this, or inspired holy men to write it, he know everything you're going through. And what he says to one, he says to all, because he is no respecter of person. Does not matter if I don't know what you're going through. God knows, and, and, and God makes it his business to, to use the word to free us. One thing, one thing we need to do tonight with this pressure, worry, stress, strain, Say your name, you got a cast. You got to throw it. I'm going country on you. You got to get rid of it. You got to get rid of it. You got something you don't need to hold on to. Hold on to it like you're holding on to a thousand dollars. You need to get rid of that. That ain't nothing you need to hold on to. I can't let it, yeah, you can let it go. Yeah, God made sure you, you have the capacity to let it go. You just got to let it go his way. It, it's just like right now, you can, you, you can start thinking about Las Vegas. If you, have, if you have been there, you can think about places you done visit. If you ain't never been there, you can use your imagination. <laughs> right now. Right now. Let me, let me give a, a better example. You can, you can see that cheeseburger you're going to eat after service right now. If you concentrate right now, you can actually see that cheeseburger. You can, you can see it and you can mentally see it to the point to where your mouth will actually start watering. That, and you know where that comes from? That comes from what God has equipped you with. Yeah. See, the, see the thing, what we, we have to understand is that God knows what we are capable of. Of doing. You don't have to take no you don't have to take no pill to get rid of pressure, to get rid of stress. Now sometimes you may have to fight. Because you you'll stop thinking about it and it'll come right back. Guess what? When it comes right back, fight it again. Do the same thing. Well, suppose it come ten times. Well, you 
What about 20? Same applies. You continue to exercise the power, authority that God has given you. Don't allow that thing to, to control you. And then sometimes you, you have to just start talking to yourself when stuff is stressing you out. Man, here I am worried about, worried about what's happening over there. Lord, have mercy. And I got stuff to do. Lord, gee, I'm sitting here worrying about this and, and my food getting cold. And I. But see, when you're stressing, only thing you're looking at is that one thing. You got to learn how to use your mind. The mind is powerful. This scripture right here. Philippians 2 and 5, let this mind be in you. Now, he said the mind of Christ. But you can let your mind be a poverty mind. A pitiful mind. It's up to you. Lord, I'm trying to go on, but remember what Jesus said to Martha? Mary has chose the good part. Martha chose to be under stress, worried about something. But Mary chose the good Part is your choice. Say to your neighbor, I'm going to cast this pressure. And guess what? Pressure going to come sometime every day. Sometime 10, 20 times a day. But when it comes, you stick to the same verse. 1 Peter 5 and 7. Bye. 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 You trying to, you trying to, you done got up to go to the bathroom and you come back trying to go back to sleep and all of a sudden here come pressure. Look at the clock. You know it's 4.30 and you got to be up in two hours. And some of us submit to it. Oh, God, it is. <laughs> Who I need to try to go to sleep. But if you don't, he is able to give you the strength you need to do what you need to do. You gotta talk, you gotta deal with pressure. When pressure comes at you, got you gotta put scripture on pressure. Because pressure will come like an enemy. Stress will come like an enemy. How did Jesus deal with the enemy? With the word. How do you need to deal with the enemy? The word. So you gotta cast 
And this is what we're doing tonight. We're talking about care, anxiety. You got you to cast it. Don't carry it. Cast it. Don't, uh, never allow it to become a part of you and you start walking around with it, carrying it. You cast it. Time it come, you, you cast it. You cast it. Oh, Lord, these folk talking about cutting off the lights and look, oh, God, I ain't got to my, these folk talking about cutting off the lights. Look, you already know that. Why you got to keep saying it? Seem like to me you ought to be asking God what to do or who to go to to get some money. Notice this. Cast the care. And then he gives the reason as I get ready to close it. Cast it upon the Lord. Why? He cares for you. He cares for you. Now, what Peter actually does is he breaks down what Jesus did for us in reference to going to the cross and dying on the cross. He carried our sorrows, our griefs. See, some stuff we deal with, Jesus took it upon himself so we wouldn't have to deal with it. And so, and so Peter breaking it down to the point to where he knows that the Lord took stripes for our healing. He carried our griefs, carried our sorrows. So he just breaking down and saying, look, you just need to throw it on him. Give it to him. Because he cares for you. What does it mean he, he cares? He, he, it's, not, it's not just he concerned about you. He loves you. He loves you. Love you to the point to where he's willing to take what he don't want you to have because he is able to handle it. He got all power. Oh yeah, he can handle whatever. Let him handle what he don't want you to handle. Cast it upon the Lord because he cares for you. Look at your neighbor and say, let, let the Lord have what he don't want you to have. Cast on him what he don't want you to carry around. Can you do that? Look at a neighbor face to face or brother, sister face to face. Can you do that? Can you? I'm done. I'm done. That's all we got to do.